Welcome to The Frontline, a podcast for Christian men who are fighting for their marriages, fighting for their children, and pursuing the plans and purposes of God in the everyday, mundane, in and outs of life. Day by day, the battle's raging, lies of the evil one messing with our minds, opposition on every side. But this day we fight, this day we believe, this day we overcome. Despite the war around us, we line up, our shoulders broad, our confidence in God. Today, we stand on the front line. This is the front line. Well, hey, gentlemen, thank you again for joining me on another episode of the Frontline Podcast for Christian Men. And it's interesting, I started this podcast July 2020, a couple months into this crazy global pandemic, which you and I are probably all of us are sick and tired of hearing. Thank God it seems to be coming to hopefully an end sooner than later, and we can just consider that a part of our history. But I remember... I started this podcast, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, I've, um, I started this simply as hopefully a way to be a source of encouragement for you, the listener, um, because at that time in my life and <clears throat> many other times in my life, <clears throat> excuse me, as a Christian man, I've come to learn that being a Christian and a Christian man in our world growing darker and darker and more perverted and evil and selfish and violent and on and on and on it just seems that the world is just becoming worse and worse and I find that as we are trying to live for Jesus (laughs) who the Bible says is light right the Bible talks about how in first John chapter 1 I think it is yeah first John 1 verse 5 it says that this is the message we declare, right? That about Jesus, um, we declare that God is light, and there's no darkness in Him at all. That's right in the Bible. And so here we are, here we are, trying to serve Jesus, who is light and love, and goodness and pure. And as we try to live for Him and serve Him, we're doing it in a world that is just in complete opposition against God and anything to do with God. And everybody just wants to be their own God. You know, they just want to do what pleases them. They want to fulfill and satisfy the pleasures of their flesh. They want to just eat and drink and and be merry and party and, and live like there's no tomorrow. And so often, most of the world, they don't even consider the things of God. They don't even consider... What really matters, they, they just focus on the here and the now and what feels good and what looks good and what tastes good and, and just all of those desires of their flesh. Those are the things they want to satisfy. And then there's, you know, the minority of us men who are wanting to live for God and, and love our wives like Jesus loved the church. He gave himself up for his church, his people and we're called in Ephesians to love our, our wives like Jesus loves his, his church. And, and we try to do that and, and we're, we're face-to-face with opposition and, <clears throat> and attacks of the enemy <clears throat> and pressures of life that just want to try to come in between 
us and our wives and, and interfere with our marriages and our relationships with our wives and loving them and being committed to them and faithful to them and on and on. And then we have children and, and our desires to raise up our children in the ways of God, like the Bible instructs us, to teach them, to, to train them up in the way that they should go. And so we try to do that. And then there's opposition against that. Things try to come in between us and our relationships with our kids and on and on. And then as a man, you're dealing with your own walk with God and, you know, the, the struggles and the, the opposition against you. You know, everything, it seems, from hell that wants to come and try to, you know, hinder you from seeking God in times of prayer and seeking God in times of the word, you know. And then, and then the enemy loves to come and, and throw temptation at you to try to steer you off course, you know, to, to lead you away into following the lusts of your flesh and the pleasures of your flesh. Because that's, that's the reality, gentlemen. We, we have the Holy Spirit as Christians. We have the power of the Holy Spirit at work and living inside of us. That's what the Bible teaches for Christian men. And yet, at the same time, we live in this broken flesh. And it's like the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans 7. Um, he, he talks about the things I don't want to do, I find myself doing. And then the things I do want to do, I don't do. And, and he's like this crazy fight, this, this fight, this spiritual battle, this, the, 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 the flesh is warring against the spirit, Paul talks about in another verse. And, and then he goes on in Romans 7 and he says, he says, oh, wretched man that I am. <laughs> Can you relate with that? There have been numerous times in my life where I literally say those words, oh, wretched man or stupid man or selfish man. What were you thinking? Wretched man. And it says, who will deliver me from this body of death? And then he continues on. He says, but thanks be to God for the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is where our hope lies, gentlemen. Our hope is in Jesus. And that's the whole reason why I started this podcast is just with, with hopes that God would use it and men would find it and tune in and download and listen and somehow find encouragement to keep living for God. Because maybe some of you right now are really feeling the heat of the battle. Maybe some of you right now are just feeling that pushback from the devil. You need to understand that the the enemy is real. We need to understand that. We can get so busy with our lives. You know, what we got to do at work, what we got to do in at the house, you know, we got to cut the grass. We got to, you know, take care of, you know, the honey-do list. We got to spend time with our wives. We got to, you know, hang out with our kids and teach them and drive them here and drive them there. And we have to do so many things in our lives where if you're like me, you can realize suddenly that your life is going 90 miles an hour and and very, very quickly and very easily, you, you can lose sight of the reality of, of, of what is really happening all around us. There, there is a natural realm. It's the earth we live in. It's what we see with our eyes. It's what we feel. It's what we touch. It's what we taste. It's where we go, right? Those are, that's the natural realm of where we live. But, but the Bible teaches and, and it's so clear once you 
once you determine to serve God and to follow light, to follow the light, to live in the light as he is in the light, like the Bible talks about, you soon and very quickly realize that the spiritual realm is real. And I believe, gentlemen, with all of my heart, that the spiritual realm, if, if our eyes could be opened to the spiritual world all around us, I, I think we would be appalled. I think we would be horrified to see angels and demons at war. We would see the spiritual battle taking place. We would see God sending his angels to fight on our behalf, the, 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 the spiritual battles that we are in. This is real. This is really happening all around us. And, and the enemy and his demons, they want to come to you gentlemen and try to distract you, try to discourage you. And let me tell you, I have felt great, great discouragement and heaviness this last week in my life. It's, it's just part of it. It's part of it. I've learned this to be a part of the Christian walk. Heaviness and opposition. It's a spiritual battle. There are evil spirits that want to come and try to weigh you down, gentlemen. Try to stop you from serving God. Try to stop you from trusting the Lord right now. Maybe there's things in your life that you are trusting God for and it just seems so far out of reach. It's never going to happen. And the enemy is lying to you and he's telling you by putting thoughts into your head that God has forsaken you. God has left you. There's no hope. Look at all around you. There's why even believe anymore. And, and he will put these thoughts into your head and listen, they will be very believable. Because he will find the right time to plant those thoughts into your head. Do you realize that, gentlemen? He knows the times when you and I are the most vulnerable. And he knows when to come and to plant that lie, to plant that thought that will try to discourage you. And immediately you, you, you hear the voice, you hear and think the thought, and immediately there's a sense of hopelessness and discouragement that can so quickly come upon you. It can try to bring you down because you are at war, gentlemen. That is, again, why it's called the Frontline Podcast. When I first started it, I just called the Frontline Podcast. But then I'm like, you know what? I want this to be very specific of what it's for. This is the Frontline Podcast, not just for anybody, although anybody can listen, of course. If, if you're a, a woman, if you're a man who's not a Christian, you are more than welcome right now. Thank you for listening, if you are listening. But I want this to be specifically for Christian men who are fighting the good fight of Jesus Christ. They're not perfect. They stumble. They are falling. They are sore. They got battle wounds. They have had to endure a lot of difficulties in the battle. But you are fighting nonetheless. You're not giving up. And that is for you. That This is why I'm recording these podcasts. Because I'm in it with you. Listen, gentlemen, I am in this with you. Again, I I understand there's nothing really fancy about this podcast. There's you know, there's there's not a lot of bells and whistles. And and again, I, I've said that before, and I don't mean to re reiterate it. That, that's a hard word. I don't mean to go on about that, but but I know it's nothing fancy, and, and I know it's just sometimes thrown together 
but but it burns within me. I I I really want to faithfully record these podcasts for you so that Jesus hopefully can use them to to really help strengthen you because I know how hard it can be and I know numerous times I've needed strength. I've needed encouragement. But let me tell you just a couple hours ago, I told my wife, I have nothing to offer the gentleman. I have nothing to say. And and she once again told me, you need to just go push record and, and let the Holy Spirit try to you know speak through you, stubborn man. And, and at that time, I'm kind of chuckling about it now. I was feeling really discouraged just a couple hours ago about, about this. And and I, I just went about my day and, and just said, Basically, in my head, there's no way I'm going to record a podcast today. I, I can't do it. And that, that has happened more, more than a handful or two, you know, as the last few months have gone by. Because there's that opposition. I, I believe that the enemy doesn't want me to record this podcast. I believe the enemy doesn't want you to be encouraged. And so, therefore, if he can somehow prevent me from recording, not that I'm the only source of encouragement. There are hundreds and hundreds and thousands of other podcasts out there where you can find, I'm sure, even greater encouragement than you're hearing from Matt Knoll here in Ontario, Canada. But I feel strongly the call of God upon me to record this podcast. And so then the enemy is going to try to push back to make me not record the podcast. That's how it works. And I want to give another shout out to my brother from Australia. From Melbourne, Australia, he sent me another very encouraging email this week. And I can't tell you, my brother Guy, it's his name, Guy. Man, thank you so much. You have no idea how much your email this week encouraged me. He, he, he heard last week's podcast where I actually shared a, a sermon. And in that sermon, I talked about the podcast, how God had me start it. And, and how, you know, my wife at times when I said, I don't know what I'm doing. And she told me, just hit that red button. And, and brother guy, he said, Matt, just keep hitting that red button. So brother guy, shout out to you. Gentlemen, whoever's listening, I hit the red button. The red button's recording right now. Here we are. But this is the reality of how it goes for Christian men. You have your own opposition. You have your own struggles. Right now, I'm sure you could think of a handful of things right now that are in opposition against you as a Christian man. Maybe it's just you against your manhood, against your purity, against maybe your relationship with your wife, your relationship with your kids, maybe on the job, maybe at with your coworkers, maybe with your employers or your employees. It, however, you, there's many ways where the enemy likes to push back and oppose you because we are at at war, gentlemen. We are at war. In fact, the Bible says this in 2 Timothy chapter 2. Paul is actually encouraging young Timothy. And he says in verse 3 and 4, he says, You therefore, speaking to you right now, to me right now, God is saying, You, gentlemen, therefore, you must endure hardship. Endure it. You're going to go through it. Right? Jesus said that in another passage. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. You're going to have trouble. You're going to have junk. You're going to have times and days and weeks and months and even possibly years of trouble and hardship that will come to you. 
You will not only be opposed one day or one season. You might have a season of opposition and then you'll see the breakthrough and then you'll see the fruit and you'll experience God's favor and and blessing and new strength. You will see that, gentlemen. So be encouraged with that. But then, like the Bible talks about, remember when Jesus was in the wilderness being tempted by the devil and then it says that the devil left him and would return at another opportune time. That also applies to us. And this is why you got to endure hardship. Hardship is a part of being a Christian man. You must endure hardship, not easy ship. (laughs) Hardship. I better pronounce that right. Amen. He says, you must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. That is who you are, gentlemen. You're like, Matt, no, you don't know how many times I failed this past week. I don't care. God doesn't care. Get up. Trust in the Lord right now, despite how you feel, despite your failures, despite your your feelings right now, gentlemen, get up and stand and know that you are a good soldier of Jesus Christ. You're not just a soldier. You are a good soldier. So stand and fight like a good soldier of Jesus Christ and know that the power of his spirit lives inside of you and wants to work through you and wants to speak to you gentlemen God has a plan and a purpose for your life right now and and there's times where it can seem like he must have forgotten about what that purpose is there's times where it seems like maybe your purpose is is already here maybe what you're doing now maybe what you're seeing now maybe what you're experiencing now is the purpose this is it I've arrived not what I was thinking and discouragement comes and and doubt can come and creep in and the opposition of the enemy comes in and lies and opinions of people and on and on. Just accept life as it is. This is the cards that you've been dealt. I say no. I say no. Many times I have been tempted to just accept for what it is. Maybe this is all, all there is. Maybe, you know, I'm approaching 40 years old. You know, I, I'm at least at half of my life, middle, middle-aged Matt here, <laughs> middle-aged Matt, almost 40 years old. Maybe, maybe I already saw what I thought I would see. Maybe the things I thought would happen aren't going to happen. But I, I have to say no to that. I say, Lord, I choose to believe that, God, you are still working for me. You are still working through me. Gentlemen, I want to declare that in your life, that right now, if you are discouraged and heavy and feeling just like you can't go another day, you have to go another day. You don't have a choice, gentlemen. You don't have a choice. God has called you. 2 Timothy 2 verse 3. You must endure this hardship right now. As a good soldier of Jesus Christ, God is with you. God is going to fight for you and through you. He's going to give you everything you need, even if you don't feel it. So often we we can be deceived by our feelings. Man, that has been my greatest struggle the last number of years in my life. Our feelings. Feelings. I don't feel good. I don't feel encouraged. I don't feel the presence of God. 
I don't feel like ministering. I don't feel like preaching. I don't feel like recording. I don't feel like doing family devotions. I don't feel like praying with my wife. And oftentimes there's been numerous times where I have given into those feelings. And times when maybe I should pray with my wife, pray with my kids, encourage somebody in the Lord. And I choose not to because I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling like I'm adequate. I'm not feeling like I'm confident enough. I'm not feeling like I'm smart enough. And I, and I give in. But, but then there's also been times where I push through and it's really hard. It's really hard. But you got to push through those feelings. To say, Lord, I'm not going to live by feelings, right? The Bible talks about this. I think it's in First or Second Corinthians that we walk by faith and not by sight or feelings, gentlemen. So right now, if you are struggling in your feelings and you feel the demonic, evil spirits of the enemy harassing you, harassing your mind, causing you to lose sleep, trying to rob you of peace and joy and hope, In Jesus, you need to fight. You need to endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen? That's what you got to do. Listen, gentlemen, the war is raging right now. And it's funny to me. It's funny. This is, I, I hate the month of October. I love fall. I love the leaves. The colors of the leaves are beautiful right now. We got a ton of leaves on my front lawn. I got a rake. That's where my kids come in. Kids, get the rake. Let's go. Come on. Time to put you to work. You want to eat tonight? You're going to rake up some leaves, right? But I love fall. I love, hey, I even love pumpkin spice lattes from Starbucks. My wife got me one a couple, actually not too long ago, and it was fantastic. I sipped on that. Normally, I'm a coffee guy with cream. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee right now. But I enjoyed that pumpkin spice latte as well. But the reality is the month of October especially near the end. We all know, we all know what this season is. It's the season of Halloween. And there are many mixed opinions on Halloween. You have different opinions about it than I have. And that's okay. That's These are things we have to think about. But when it comes to Halloween, I have always just hated Halloween. And, and you can use Halloween for good, absolutely. You can use it as a time to, sh- to be a light shining in the season of darkness. But I just simply choose to avoid Halloween altogether because I just, I, I don't like uh, the, the things that have, um, that are a part of Halloween, um, you know, making light of Satan, making light of demons and and ghosts and 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 evil and and witches and and all that stuff it just rubs me the wrong way i've never liked it growing up i never celebrated it we would always as a family just have a a pizza night movie night we'd go bowling um and so that's when my kids were younger that's what we did we chose to do that my wife and i and and maybe you do the same thing maybe you're maybe you celebrate halloween that's completely fine and completely between you and God. But I'm sharing with you my convictions of Halloween. I don't want to take lightly what God takes seriously. And and he in him is no darkness at all. He is light. And I want there's enough darkness apart from Halloween. Why why bring a season of Halloween where you in, intentionally bring more darkness into your home? There there's already enough darkness trying to creep into our homes the other 11 months of the year amen and so simply i just refuse to to celebrate it we just kind of 
do something fun as well. But the reality is this this evil that is portrayed at Halloween, you know, demons, Satan, darkness, witches, these are all very real things. And a lot of people think that these aren't real. Oh, you know, you're being too too serious. Lighten up a little bit, you know, and, and I just, I can't. And, and, I, and I won't because I've learned in the spiritual war that we are in that, that, that you don't mess around with these things. It, it's not anything to be taken lightly. And, you know, I, I'm reminded of this scripture, you know, when it relates to us as men trying to live for God, to live in the light, to have marriages that are living in the light, to raise our children for, for the glory and the, and the ways of God. You know, and and the spiritual opposition against us, it brings me again to Ephesians chapter six, and and this is a very familiar passage, but I'm just going to read a little bit of this. Um, Ephesians six verse ten, Paul says, "Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power." And I just want to stop quickly there. Have you ever tried to fight, you know, this spiritual battle? whether it's against lies or temptations or opposition in the spiritual realm, have you ever tried to fight it in your own ability? Whether it's just by simply trying to, you know, quote all the Bible verses you memorize and, and, and that can be part of it, but, but you know, you're just doing it in your mind. You, you know, you try to do good things. You try to, you know, let me just go to church. Let me just, you know, lead a devotional for my family. You just, you just try to do these, these things in your own ability, in your own understanding, but it's, in, it's ineffective and, and the battle just rages on because in and of ourselves, gentlemen, you have no power against demons. You have no power against evil spirits, against forces of hell. You have no power. I have no power. Only God has power against the enemy and his evil spirits of darkness, right? And so don't do it in your own ability. And that's why Paul says, be strong, not in your muscles. Like It doesn't mean you go down and have a good workout and then you're going to fight demons. It doesn't work that way. Be strong in the Lord, in faith in God, in faith in Jesus, in faith in his promises, in his word, in his truth. That's where we find our strength. It's in the Lord and in his mighty power. There is a power that is at work in your life and through your life. You may not feel it. You may not even see it. You may not even fully understand it. That would be me as well. I don't fully understand it, but the Bible teaches that when you put your faith in Jesus and you lay your life down and you take up your cross and you're a follower of Jesus, you become a Christian, you're following Christ, the Holy Spirit comes into your life and and then he wants to fill you with his power. That is the mighty power. It's the power of the spirit of the living God that wants to fight through you, fight for you in the spiritual battle that we are in. Paul continues, put on the whole armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. The devil and his demonic forces has strategies, plans against you. 
you, I'm not telling you this to make you fearful. I'm telling you this because it's the truth. I'm telling you this because you need to know the truth. The enemy has evil strategies that are against you. They're, they're not to come and and be you know playful with you. They're, they're not strategies to come and help you. He might even present them in a way that wants to make it look like he wants to help you. I think it's in 2 Corinthians. The Bible talks about, it says that even Satan will disguise himself as an angel of light. And that's a way that the enemy will deceive people. He will present things to you and to me that look good, that even look godly, but they're evil. This is why we need to know what the Bible teaches. And this is why the enemy wants to try to keep you away from your Bible. It all, see how it works? If the enemy can make you lose your hunger for God's word, and I've been there before. Yes, I've been there before. I have had seasons where I've struggled to even want to read the Bible. I've had seasons in my life where I have struggled to even want to pray. I have faced great doubt, great heaviness and discouragement that has kept me from doing those very things that I need in my life so that I can stand and fight against the strategies of the devil. Without God's word, you're fighting with your own education. You're fighting with your own understanding, your own wisdom. We can never fight with our own wisdom. Again, back to Jesus in the desert, in in the wilderness when he was tempted. Remember, the Bible talks about three of the temptations where, where Jesus resisted those temptations by what? By the word of God, by the scriptures. That is what we fight with, gentlemen. And so the enemy wants to try to keep you distracted and away from the Bible so that you don't know what the Bible says so that when it's time to fight against the strategies of the devil, you can't fight because you don't have the Bible, the living word of God at work living inside of you. So gentlemen, that's the first area. You got to stand and do not let the enemy rob you of times of prayer and in the Bible, reading the scriptures so that we can stand against the strategies of the devil that are against us. So why? Why do we have to be strong in the Lord and in his power? Why do we have to put on the armor of God and stand against strategies of the enemy? Well, we've already touched on it, but I'm going to read it. Verse 12, Ephesians 6. Because we are not fighting. There it is, fighting. Life is a fight. Oh my goodness. When you are a Christian man, you are in a fight. When you are a Christian husband, your marriage is in a fight. Hopefully not against each other, <laughs> against the enemy. And who wants to make the fight against each other? You got to keep that fight against you, against Satan, against strategies together, hand in hand with your wife, not fist to fist, you know, against your wife, so to speak. But we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. Have you ever had people in your life in different areas of your life and it just seems like they're against you it just seems like they they hate you they're in opposition towards you they're they're mean to you they're mean spirited to you they're jealous towards you they they just treat you bad 
I, I want you to know if you are really seriously fighting for God and trying to serve Jesus and, 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 and have a godly marriage and godly children, if that is you, if you are standing on the front line, you need to understand that you're not fighting against people. The real war that you are in is not against other people. It is against evil spirits. Let me read, let me continue. We're not fighting against flesh and blood or, or people, but against evil spirits rulers and authorities in the unseen world. There it is. We talked about that earlier. We have a natural world that we see. We drink coffee in it. We eat donuts in it. We eat pizza. We have Chinese takeout. We go to work. We have different trades. We drive a car. We play baseball with our kids. We play pool in our basement. We listen to music. That's all part of the natural world. We have marriages. We raise kids. We have families. We get dogs. We get a fence. With a with you know a white picket fence with a, a backyard, you have the dog, you have the barbecue, you have a de- this is all part of the natural world that we see. But but then and then as we live in that world, we begin to realize as Christian men the spiritual war that we are in, that we are not fighting against people, but we are fighting again against evil rulers and authorities. Authorities, these are leaders in the spiritual unseen world. There's an unseen world. You don't see it. You don't see it with your eyes, but you feel it in your spirit. You feel it in your emotions. You sense it. You feel the, the opposition in your spirit, in, in the heaviness, in the weight of the fight. But that is the battle that we are in, gentlemen, in, against rulers of the unseen world, against mighty powers. Listen, in this dark world dark world again first john 1 5 god is light and in him there's no darkness at all in this world it's called a dark world why why is it called a dark world because in the world satan is is also called the the god of this world yes god is in control over everything amen (laughs) thank god for that but but Satan was thrown down to the earth and, and he's roaming the earth. You see it in the book of Job when, when he meets God in, in, in the heavenlies and, and, and God's like to Satan, what are you doing? And Satan's like, I'm just roaming, roaming the earth. And there's another verse where he roams, you know, like he roams around like a roaring lion and, and he's looking for people to trip up, to deceive and to destroy and to kill ultimately. But, but that's, that's the realm that we, that we are talking about here in Ephesians 6. And it's a dark world because it, it, it is ruled by the enemy and his evil spirits and, and rulers of the, of the unseen world in heavy, heavenly places. And so that's very clear in the scriptures that that is why it is so hard to follow Jesus. That is why the battle of standing on the front line as Christian men can be so heavy at times. And that is why, like Paul encouraged Timothy, we need to endure, endure those hardships as good soldiers of Christ Jesus. Gentlemen, please hear my heart. Maybe right now you are in the fight of your life. You got to endure it. What does that mean? You got to get through it. You got to keep going. You have to keep going. Matt, I'm not sure if I can. Brother, you can. 
by the grace of God, by the power of his spirit, by the encouragement of other brothers in Christ in your life, by by reading, ultimately by reading the scriptures, the promises of God. Write those promises. Read those promises. Listen, I, I know what it's like to, to struggle with opening the Bible, to, but you have to. And as you as you read, the Holy Spirit will begin to stir up his truth within you. And then you're going to hunger more and more and more for the word of God. And you're going to find that word becoming alive within you. And you're going to find new strength for the fight. It's a daily grind. It's a daily fight. But gentlemen, you must endure hardships as good soldiers of Jesus Christ. And you need to know that you are not alone, gentlemen. I'm here with you. I'm fighting the fight with you. God wants you to enjoy the life that he's blessed you with. Despite the struggles, despite the dark seasons, despite the hardships that absolutely will come, God wants you to enjoy Him. He wants you to enjoy your marriage relationships. He wants you to enjoy your singleness. Maybe you're a single man and, and maybe God's called you and given you a grace to be stink single and just to serve God completely and wholeheartedly with all of your life. You don't have that responsibility, you know, that even the Bible talks about of, of taking care of your wife. Maybe you're a single man who is praying and believing God that one day you'll find that godly woman that you can marry and settle down with. God wants you to enjoy his call on your life. He wants you to enjoy your children, gentlemen. Yeah, I know it's hard sometimes to enjoy your children. I know it's hard. Sometimes, man, they can just drive you nuts because they know everything. Right? I'm learning right now. Teenagers know everything. Yeah, well, they don't. They don't. But hey, when I was a teenager, I knew everything too. And so now I'm reaping what I sowed. Yep, there you go. I gave it to my parents. I knew everything when I was 17. Now my teenagers who I'm raising know everything. I, I, I know what it's like now. I know what I put my parents through. But it doesn't matter what your season of life is right now. Maybe you're in a season of absolute blessing. Maybe you're in a season of lack and, and it's a struggle and, and it feels like, man, I, I, I can't take this anymore. And, and even maybe you're stressed about, you know, waking up the next day. And just with the pressures and the stresses and the anxieties and the responsibilities of your life, gentlemen, listen, God is with you. I want to be with you. Even now, as you're listening to my voice on this podcast, maybe you're driving, maybe you're at work, however you're listening right now. I know my brother Guy from Australia again. I know he listens on his treadmill. Shout out to you again, brother. But wherever you are listening, whatever country you're listening, whatever city you're listening in right now, whatever time of day you're listening right now, you need to know that the Lord is with you. You're not alone. And he's given you everything you need to live for him. Everything you need. So you got to keep standing 
You got to keep standing. Just like me, listen, a couple hours ago, I was on my couch feeling so weighed down, so discouraged by the enemy, by his lies. And then my wife began to encourage me, Matt, you need to go. You need to go and record. And then I just came here, gentlemen, and I feel the Holy Spirit just speaking through me. And I pray it's words of encouragement and life to, to encourage you to keep fighting. You got to endure hardship as good soldiers of Jesus Christ. God goes before you, gentlemen. You're not alone. Reach out to me. If you have anything that you want prayer for, hit me up with an email, standing on the front line at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, on Facebook. I don't use them too often, but I'm there at the front line, man. I want to eventually use social media more and more for hopefully another way to encourage Christian men who are fighting. But gentlemen, keep standing, keep fighting. We will see you next time. God bless. Thanks for joining me on the front line. Contact me at standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Standing on the front line at gmail.com. Share this podcast with your family and friends. Look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, keep standing, keep fighting for the glory of God.